Alright, Stemmel here. We're going to be continuing our reading of Mr. Bauer's book, Christianity Exposed, on page number 13. Let's get started. Scripture teaches that God chastises the ones he loves to lead them to him, and that only the suffering poor, miserable, and mourning ones are blessed. French will not disagree with us if we give the assertions of the devout and the scripture their true worldly meaning and understand the testimony of history by saying, religion is the passivity of humanity, fixed, beheld, formed, desired, and uplifted to its creation. It is the highest suffering that man was able to inflict on himself. It is the fear of humanity. It is the poverty and emptiness of mind uplifted to its own creation. It is the misfortune of the world that is beheld, desired, and fixed as its creation. Perfect religion is the perfect misfortune of the world. At the peak of the religious enlightenment, that is the still limited and fearful enlightenment. Remember this book was written in the 1830s and 40s. At the peak of the religious enlightenment, that is the still limited and fearful enlightenment, from the perspective of pantheism, it is said, quote, God is existence in all existence, thinking in all thinking, unquote. The sentence only becomes true when negation is introduced into it in the right way. Quote, God is the non-existence in all real existence the non-thinking and all real thinking, unquote. God is the barrier, or rather the limitation of thinking, the objectified limitation and prejudice of thinking uplifted to its own creation. Humanity sees the beginning of a creature other than himself when he comes to, quote, the end of his wits, unquote. Yet, he would find an only accidental and at least historical limit of his intellect. He finds a limit that belongs only to him and to history, and that therefore will limit the development of his powers, the progress of his species and history. As if the limit belonged only to him, not to humanity, and limited only him in this moment, on this standpoint, from his own nature and progressive humanity. What is above the limit is your actual self and its species. Patience, history will prove it to you. The faint-hearted one takes fright at a wallop of the limit. 
He is afraid to endure the wallop again. But he alone has, page 14, created an eternal wallop by perpetuating the limits and exalting it to a toll bar of an otherworldly, strange and divine world. Man wants to be passive, miserable, poor, and unhappy, and this will is his heavenly kingdom. And the law of that strange sovereign who is throned in the other world. Man does not even want to know or hear that by his true nature he is free, that he is in his own legislature, even when he talks himself into having the sub to subdue himself under a strange and despotic law. He is afraid of this good news, which is the only truly good news. He plugs up his own ears before this message as if it came from demonic sirens. This is the key topic for everything else. Quotation. On the topic of religion, humans count it honorable to always remain in childhood and barbarism, unquote. The true power of the life of religion is the undull ones and tenacity with which ignorance tries to stand on its ground and tightly cling, parenth, although there is no ignorance more disastrous than the ignorance of man about himself, end parenth. If the proof for the existence of God from the conformity of all peoples to the belief in something divine is transformed from its ridiculous final form into true reflection. It leads to a very simple statement. There never was a free people. There still is no free people. Right and truth still have no right to express themselves literally and simply. In other words, the simple expression of a thousandfold bondage and falsehood that penetrates all human relations, the belief in a chimerical creature superior to mankind has always had general authority and still has. Quote, the fool says in his heart there is no God. Unquote. But the sentence but the sentence is only true when it says, quote, the fool says in his heart, there is a God, unquote. Belief is the completed intellectual human sacrifice, page 15. It is passivity uplifted to the status of a human law. It is anguish that has become constraint. The believer must deny reason. He must renounce activity. He must no longer examine. He must not doubt. Hence, he has yet to reach the highest honor of humanity, or rather its only definition, that from his own hand he creates himself 
to what he is and shall be. This is that he makes himself his own free work. Quoting Bullinger, quote, in reference to matters, he sees himself degraded to the dullness of an animal. Nevertheless, they tell him that those matters are the most important ones for his eternal fortune, unquote. From Bollinger. Therefore, the believer must, as it were, hide from himself that his belief, this nullification of his freedom and activity, his non-thinking, are his own work, or at least the result of his non-thinking. His belief, parent, that is how we must look at the subject in parent, is part of him, like the animal simply is what it is. The animal has no fault and no merit for what it is. As pure suffering, belief, parent, this first and necessary virtue of the religious person in parent is a gift of heaven and the result of divine grace. But life becomes torture, grace becomes obtrusive, and the goodness of the gift giver becomes violence when the divine revelation develops into a systematic doctrine. In other words, when non-thinking, thoughtlessness expresses itself and loses itself in the labyrinth of its fantastic contradictions. And, um... We now have a quote again from Bollinger, 1.4 point, heading the violence of Revelation. And here's the Bollinger quote. To the believer, the ways of God are an impenetrable mystery. He has no right to examine the unfathomable decree of his God. With shuddering blindness, he must subdue himself to the oracles of his God who revealed himself to him, and he has to be silent by being satisfied with them, telling him that the deity has revealed himself to man, unquote, from Belanger. And we're going to end there. Page 15 done. We'll pick it up next time. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast for this bonus track attraction. Hope you're enjoying the readings.